Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Fleeing the Taliban. Hundreds of Afghans lining up to leave. Heartache in Haiti. 98% of the town has been obliterated. The R. Kelly trial. The charges here involve six women and girls. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, the Taliban's made promises since seizing power in Afghanistan, but their critics and opponents fear a sharp backlash. Some have gone into hiding. Others are on the run. At least 17 people were injured today in a crush at the airport. CBS's Roxana Saberi was on one of the flights that left Kabul. She's now in Qatar. Crowded into this U.S. cargo plane, Afghans fled the Taliban last night carrying little but hope and relief. So if they found me, they're going to kill me. Syed Jalal Zahir says is a translator for the U.S. Army. He just got American visas for him and his family. We're about to take off from Kabul in a U.S. military transfer plane with 300 Afghans, men, women and children. The Taliban say they won't harm people like these. In what seemed like a charm offensive, they said in their first news conference they'll respect women's rights and won't take revenge on former enemies. At the White House, CBS's Weijia Jang has more on what was known privately and what was being said publicly before Afghanistan's fall. CBS News has learned that classified intelligence assessments painted an increasingly grim picture of the situation on the ground. And as recently as July, they assessed that the Taliban could capture the capital, Kabul, within weeks. That raises the question, why then, around the exact same time, was President Biden publicly insisting it was highly unlikely that the Taliban could overrun the country. We expect more information from the Biden administration today on the plan for booster shots for all people who've been fully vaccinated against COVID-19. The CDC says the Delta variant now accounts for 98.8% of U.S. COVID cases. One in five ICU units in this country is at 95% capacity or higher. CBS's David Begno. Here at Baton Rouge General in Louisiana, they had one ICU, but they opened up eight more just for COVID patients. Jeffrey Oaks and his wife Carrie are in the ICU with COVID-19 together. 
It's their second time contracting the virus. They thought they had natural immunity after the first time, and so they waited to get vaccinated. The Delta variant is really, really nasty, and anyone who thinks that they can just come through this, they're wrong. Dr. Chris Thomas is their physician. We have two pandemics. We have a pandemic of a Delta virus, and we have a pandemic of misinformation. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott has tested positive for COVID. His office says he's not experiencing symptoms. L.A. County is requiring masks for major outdoor events, regardless of vaccination status. And the TSA has extended a mask requirement on all public transportation through January 18th. It was due to expire next month. New concern in Northern California as a wildfire triples in size in a single day and threatens thousands of homes. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. We're on a road that was an evacuation path, and this morning, much of it engulfed in flames. Several towns remain in harm's way, including Grizzly Flats. In fact, we're told that town of about 1,200 people all but lost. Many homes destroyed, including the elementary school and the post office. Now to Haiti, where the epic scale of the destruction from last weekend's earthquake gets clearer by the day. Here's CBS's Vladimir Dutier. Once we arrived in Lakai, the devastation surrounded us. Homes and businesses unrecognizable to those who call this city home. About 10 miles from Lakai sits the small village of Manish, where the damage was even more profound. Driving through the town, we saw hundreds of villagers roaming outside without a place to call home. We spoke to Mireille whose sister died in the quake. She says many villagers have simply lost hope. Mireille says that she's seen that the focus has been on the bigger cities, but here in Manish, no one has paid a lot of attention to them. Singer R. Kelly's trial on sex abuse charges opens today. CBS's Matt Piper. R. Kelly's federal trial in Brooklyn comes after years of frustration among women who say they were sexually abused by the 54-year-old singer. He all along has denied any wrongdoing. Opening statements are set to begin before a jury made up of seven men and five women. Due to COVID-19, members of the press and the public will be in overflow courtrooms with video feeds. The impact from what was Tropical Storm Fred is being felt from Florida to upstate New York. Western North Carolina, there's been flooding and some mudslides. Jason Ring's home in northeast Georgia was damaged by an apparent tornado. It was fast. Less than a minute did all this damage. I was in the upstairs of the house, and by the time I got in the basement, which was two flights of stairs, by the time I got down in the basement, it was over. The Sackler families threatened to pull out of a court settlement unless they get let off the hook for current and future lawsuits over its company, Purdue Pharma, and OxyContin sales. Suits against the company and the Sacklers have been paused since Purdue filed for bankruptcy nearly two years ago. Under the deal, they would give up ownership and money would go to the opioid crisis. A Chicago pharmacist faces possible prison time if convicted for selling COVID vaccination cards online. CBS's Jeff Pegues says real ones and lookalikes are being sought by people who have no intention of getting vaccinated. The market for fake cards, which sell for as much as $1,500, is growing as more businesses and institutions require proof that you are vaccinated. 3,000 fakes from China were seized in Tennessee in the last several months. On the encrypted app Telegram, there are currently 2,500 active sellers around the world. MasterCard says it's phasing out magnetic strips on credit and debit cards, moving more toward chips and other contactless payments. It'll start in 2027 in this country, and they'll be gone for good by 2033. 
Well, we're proud this morning to say the World News Roundup has won the Edward R. Murrow Award for Best Newscast for the eighth straight year. Want to eat at a place that requires a COVID vaccination? There's an app for that being rolled out. Open Table, which provides online reservations at more than 30,000 restaurants, is about to have a new feature, a verification tag that can show proof of a COVID vaccination. At least at the start, it will primarily be for people who go to the same place to eat on a regular basis. Once a particular restaurant verifies you, the information will be available to that same restaurant the next time you make a reservation. But it will not be seen by other restaurants. This is just the first step. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Four years ago, rangers at Yellowstone National Park and local county sheriff's deputies were hunting for a triple murder suspect. A Missouri couple claims in a new federal lawsuit that they and their child were held and questioned at gunpoint for more than an hour in connection with that. They're seeking unspecified damages. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital edition wherever you get your books. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.